6.7 WJFK. I'm not going to lie. I've had a 40 and I feel great tonight. Uh, my name is El Jefe and that's my best friend, J-Dubs. 866-277-4969. 866-277-4969. The funny thing is, you're the one that's been drinking and I'm still the one who was slurring their speech more. That's the funny thing. That's the comedy of the whole show. Well, God has a sense of humor. And I, so, I heard a little slip. God has a sense of humor. That's what it is right there. Um, RadioHideout.com, go to that. As we want to congratulate Greg. We were out tonight, J-Dubs, at the Fair Oaks Champs. Mm -hmm. um, you and I go to that mall all the time. Yeah, right I've, I've actually never seen the Champs over there. I hadn't either. And as it turns out, it's on the other side by uh, oh. Cinnabon. Oh, we never make it that far. Yeah. We usually hang out. We hang out around the hot topic and see what's going on with the cool kids, and uh, then we go to Taco Bell and Chick Fil A and Dairy Queen, and then we're on our way. But um, I want to congratulate Greg, who got qualified at the meeting place in downtown D.C. last Friday night. It was our second time to go to the meeting place, and he did an amazing job tonight doing the Devil Goes Down to Georgia, and he is going to Mazatlan, Mexico. He won the trip for two, the airfare, the hotel accommodations, the all-inclusive trip. That that seems like kind of an easy song to do. You know, he did it and he got into it in the fact that, first of all, it, it actually is a tough song when you think about how fast it rolls. And then also, too, he, he did a lot of you know, dancing. Did he, did he change up the uh, the words like the devil goes down to Jamaica? He was looking to score some weed. No, he, no? Actually, he didn't do any changing. But I want to congratulate him. Also, Sarah, who performed Britney Spears, Baby Hit Me One More Time. Uncle Ryan did another original score. Uncle Ryan is a very talented rapper. And, in fact, there's something that we want to put together that we can't talk about just yet. But he's someone that I have in mind for this as well. Yeah. And also, too, I want to congratulate Jay, who had come out and gotten qualified, and Jay ended up singing Crazy Town Butterfly. I, I totally forgot about that crap song. Do you remember when those guys were on OzFest? It was, oh, yeah. It was the same year that I believe Manson. Yep. Um, Mudvayne was on, like, on the main stage. And Lincoln Park, I guess, was on the Osmet. Mud Bane well. wasn't on the main stage. They're on the backstage, but Slipknot yeah. was on the main stage. They, no, that's what it was. I'm sorry. Uh, and as it turns out, they got booed at every single gig yeah. because they did that pop song, Come My Lady, Come, Come My Lady, Care My Butterfly, Sugar Baby. And um, it went over just about as well at Champs as it did at OzFest. But anyway, congratulations to everybody who came out. Because if you listen to the rest of that Crazy Town CD, there was nothing like that on that CD other than uh, Butterfly. Well, they're the prototypical band who will do hard stuff, a lot of the, you know, the yelling and the growling. And then they feel like they need that one hit. Yeah. So they'll do that one hit. 
And, you know, it's real poppy. It's real hooky. I remember Andy used to play them on the pit. No one knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> now you're going back to old school, baby. You're going back to Q106 days. Um, but you're right. Um, you know, it, they were one of those hard-ass bands that would do that kind of stuff. And then, uh, lo and behold, they come out with something real poppy like that. And uh, there it is for you. Let's go right here. Los, you're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. What's up, brother? Hey, what's going on there, Hefe? What's going hey, on? Los, man. Yo, bro. Yo. How are you doing? Good. So, uh... Well, so I wanted to bring the uh, the recap down at least uh, to the hideout. Of what? I know, you're, I know you're looking forward to the you know to the game that you couldn't get to, but uh... oh, bow wow, news hounds! That's what this is. It's a news hounds update. Bow wow, news hounds! <laughs> what? Uh, what? Bow wow, news hounds! What ended up happening with my baseball team? Well, here, here here's what happened. All right, so it looked like it's going to be one of those close ones again, and uh, I think around the third or fourth inning, we just opened it up, dude. It wound up being a, uh, a slugfest both ways, but it wound up being twenty to eleven. And uh, you guys took it on the chin, man. It was bad. Wow. So the news hounds lost 20 to 11? Yeah, the Fairfax Astros prevailed once again, brother. God damn it. All right. The news hounds are a bunch of pussies. It's not It's not the fact you guys lost, but when you started to go down, I think everybody on the team started started accusing us of uh, uh, stealing signs. Oh, and, no. You know, I don't know, man. I, you know, you can't blame yourself sometimes, but uh, well, I wasn't, went down. I wasn't there, and if I had been there, none of that would have happened, and we would have oh, won 3-2. Yeah. to two, Both. Behind <laughs> me in seven innings of pitching. I, I, must, I must say I do dig the new two, by the way. Oh, by the way, thank you. I beat it. All right, thanks, man. Um, all right, see, there's nothing worse than being at a men's baseball league game and then guys getting in fights over signs and, like, stealing pitches, you know what I mean? Like, whenever somebody's on second base yeah. and the guys are giving the signs, you, there are different tricks that you can use. Like, one of my favorites is if it's a fastball, whenever you're getting your lead from second, you just put up one arm like you're about to steal third. If it's a curveball or an off-speed pitch, you put up both arms. Or you can call out first name, last name. And there are certain rules in baseball, and I know that Punani knows this as well, but if you start doing that, you got to expect some fighting. You got to expect that the batter who's up at bat is going to catch a pitch in the air, and so why? It's rules of baseball. It's etiquette. It's a, it's. Well, a, I mean, I don't understand what's wrong with that. It's a thinking man's game, in fact, if you will. And then why do you guys have to fight? Why can't you just think it out? Well, at some point, um, people get uncivilized and they fight. J Dubs. No, it's not a thinking man's game, though. Look at Iraq. That's exactly what happened. That wasn't a thinking man's war. I understand. Eight six six two seven seven forty nine sixty nine. Speaking of uh, not a thinking man's war, we have the ladies from womenagainstbush.com. Womenagainstbush.org. Org. They're going to be on. Karen's going to join us once again. We usually check in with her on the Wednesday before their big event that's coming up. And I know tomorrow they're going to have another gig that's going on. And, um, hey, Punani, keep it down back there. I just want to hear about the, the show that's going on back there. Punani, what's going on back there? We're doing a little uh, uh, on-the-job training here with the uh, intern. Shh. Please keep it quiet. Too, too loud? Yes. Oh. Thank you. And uh, also, too, um, Women Against Bush. And then last night, something interesting came up with you, J-Dubs. Mm -hmm. You uh, had your chick. She was walking down the street yesterday. Yeah, she was walking uh, right down our uh, road. and She got assaulted. Yeah, someone chucked an egg at her. So what we're going to try to do is recreate that in the hideout. Because, first of all, it doesn't seem that it's physically possible for, for someone, someone to be, be driving down the road and as small a target as she is, what is she, like 5'2", five, 5'3", five, like she's five, one. maybe 100 pounds, if she's, that? Yeah, around there. Yeah, and so she's just tiny. 
And this person nailed her exactly, correct? Yeah. All right. Like, I pegged her right on, uh, uh, she showed me where I got hit, like right on the small of the back. Does she have a bruise? She, it was red when I got home. I'm, I'm waiting to see if a bruise formed today. I'd call that a target. <laughs> right in the small of the back, that's a target. Just like the girls who get the tattoos there. That's, a, that's nothing but a target. So we're going to be throwing um, eggs at Bateman and uh, Alex Corolla. Yeah. Depending on who's willing to go first. Also, too, I want to remind you, too, that on RadioHideout.com, the picture of Punani is up. Is it? Yeah, the picture of Punani in the small Old Navy shirt that we got for him. It's really gay. It's, uh, uh, it's a, uh, it's, it's a uh, camouflage shirt. Gray camouflage, and it says staff right across it, and it's a medium, and this guy's a fat guy. And all of our producers are forced to wear these, so it's up on RadioHideout.com as I'm clicking to it right now. <laughs> there it is, and it's so funny. So it's right here, and it's available for you to see. J-Dubs, as I turn it around for you. Oh, that's disgusting. So go it to looks Ra like a sports bra on him. Go to RadioHideout.com. And may I actually say, it's kind of slimming for him. Yeah. That's a good picture, Punani. Congratulations to you. You don't look nearly as fat in the pictures as you do in person. Well, should we try again? And I do have to say that I'd really like to be wearing that shirt because it, my scratchy nipples are oddly erotic. Okay, go put those. Go put the shirt on. Yeah, I'm willing to do that. Before we get to our in-studio guest, whoever we're throwing the eggs at, should they have to wear the shirt too? I love it. I like that a lot. All right, that's the egg shirt. Yes, that's it. Uh, let's go to uh, line one. You're in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Hello? Hi. <laughs> Hi, Nikita. Hey, what happened, Nikitina? How are you? Good, how are you? Nikitina. <laughs> Am I banned? Uh, Nikitina is a person who called us early on in the hideout. Um, she uh, she became a, f a favorite of J-Dubs, if you will. J-Dubs loves to make fun of her. And as it turns out, you were supposed to come up for a date with me. You were yeah. going to meet me in the hideout. You told me you looked sexy. You were a very hot chick. Yeah. And you stood me up. What happened? I just can't do it with Dubs there. And now, we told you that Dubs was going to leave. Yeah, but he's got to be gone before I come. Why? I can't leave the show and then have you stand him up and then him not having anybody up here. And that's what we're worried about most is the fact that you won't show up and J-Dubs would have already been sent home and I'm stuck here with a fat punani and a tight staff shirt. And how fair is that? I'll be quiet, Tubbs. <laughs> now, hold on. This is the saying you're supposed to have. Shut up, Tubbs. Yeah, shut up, Tubbs. Shut up. Shut your freaking cigarette hole. Now, hold on a second. I'm getting this. Nicotina, are you married? Yes. Is that why you didn't show up for a yes. date? <laughs> no, you said it because of me. You're no, just you're just changing your horror story every time you can. Now, how many? How, wait a second. If we're going to have a relationship, how can we base it on lies? How can you tell me that you are single and available when you're actually married, and then you say you don't show up because Tubbs well, keeps I'm, making I'm fun of you? Forced. You're getting divorced? Yeah. So both of us are going through a separation then? Yeah. What do you look like again? I'm just not separated yet. What do you look like? I'm 5'9". I have blonde hair, blue eyes. And a sunken chest. Shut how, up, Tubbs. How much do you weigh, sweetie? 135. Did you do that or was that her? That, that was actually her. Oh. So you're 5'9", 135. Give me your measurements. Not on the air. Come on, baby. Just no. you and me. All right, I'm going to put you on hold. Will you tell me off the air? Yeah. All right. My, my breasts look like peanuts. 
Shut up, Tubbs. Hold on, sweetie. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you off the air. There's something too. You know, the first time she called the show, she was like, "Yeah, I'm just sitting here with my boyfriend." Yeah, she, like, she has a I boyfriend, then she has a husband, then she has an ex-husband, and then she has. Uh, then I'm going through divorce. All right, Nicotina, we're off the air now. Okay. All right, give me your measurements. Come on, baby. What size? You have big tatas like Dubs' sister. <laughs> what size? What cup? 38C? What's your waist? I don't know how big they are, but they come down to my belly button. You have a 30 waist. Now, for guys or chicks? <laughs> All right, for chicks. For what? A 30 waist for chicks? And what's your, what's your hip size, sweetie? Well, I broke it about four years ago. So it's a little bit bigger. I mean, you, you've never gotten measured down there? How big? Ask her about her pink string bean. You're not big down there? Small butt, huh? All right, so you're 3830 small butt. All right, so hold on. I'm going to put you on the air. I'm glad we did this off the air so no one heard it, okay? No, oh, I'm on the air, but you're not. It's okay. Hold on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a retard. Hey, sweetie, you there? Yeah. I'm here, too. Shut up, Tubbs. Why are you getting separated, sweetie? How? Yeah, why? Oh, why? Because my husband drinks a lot. I don't. <laughs> I don't drink at all. Yeah, you do. No. That's okay. He used to beat me and burn me with my own cigarettes. I only drink the master cleanser. <laughs> so he, <laughs> he drank a lot. Shut up, Tubbs. <laughs> Yeah, that was in that. stereo. I love that. <laughs> that was in sync. You tell him to shut up. Come on, Tub. Shut up. Come on, sweetie. Keep it going, Nicotina. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what happened? What did he do to you? Well, he, he shattered my voice box. And we got into fights and physical fights and oh, stuff like that. That's horrible. I'm you put me in the Boston now. Crab. Will you shut up, Tubbs, please? I'm trying to be serious. Tubbs, I'm doing some sort of an intervention. This is the hideout crisis. He put me in the Lex Luger torture rack. This is the hideout crisis hotline. I'm talking to Nicotina. It's the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Shut up, Tubbs. Come on, baby. Tell me what else. That what can I do to make you feel better? Your mom. Well, I, I'd like to get separated and then meet you. Why don't we just do it now? That way we don't even have to wait. That way the day that the separation is happening is just you and me. No, because he's At the Breezewood. What? He follows me. I'll whoop his ass. I got black lips. Shut up. And a black lung. Shut up, Tubbs. Yeah. All right, baby. Not those lips. <laughs> All right, sweetie. Kate, can we do this? Are you still living with him? Right now I am. I'm going to be moving in the, probably the next week. Where are you moving to? Um, I'm going to move to Woodbridge. Lacoska. Oh, you're moving up in the world, huh? Yeah. Where were you living? In uh, Alexandria. Yeah? Yeah. Fox Chase? Huh? All right. In Fox Chase Apartments? No. That's where Dubs used to live. No. All right, fair enough. No, I'd never live where he lived. Do you hate Dubs? Yeah. Why? Why do you hate Tubbs? Because he picks on me. I don't pick on you. You do, too. Do not. You make fun of me. Do not. No. No. 
I wish you could be nice to me. Why? So we could have a wobbly H. So we could all be friends. It would snap like a twig. She's so frail. You know it. But she's got 36 Ds, or 38 Ds, or 38 Cs. Cs. 36 C. Oh, don't say it on the air. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll bump it. My bad. God damn it, Dubs. How'd you know that? I don't know. Shut up, Tubbs. All right, sweetie. We'll talk to you. All right. Thank you. Am I being... You make the hairs on my butt stand up. I'm not banned, am I? Taint. (laughs) No, you're... Well, I'll tell you this. I listen every night. You will be banned if I don't meet you by the end of next week. You will be banished to the retard room next to the boiler room across from Bateman's basement in the hideout if I don't meet you by the end of next Friday. By end of next week. By next Friday. Okay. Hey, there's a pack of cool lights in there for you. Thanks, Tub. Yeah, no problem. Cigarette machine right there. Okay, good. Chuck them at your forehead. All right, baby. All right, take it easy. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Hope your boyfriend beats you. All right. Bye. I love you too, baby. And what did you say? Nothing. <laughs> I completely missed that. See, I say it usually so they miss it, but you usually get them. I'm a little slow tonight. Miss Utility, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hi, yes. I have a money-saving tip for Nicotina. Yes, go ahead. Hi, Nicotina. If you were to just scrape the tar off your fingertips, you could pave a new driveway. <laughs> and there they are. Money tips from Miss Utility on 106.7 WJFK. All right, we're getting a reaction from Pernani's picture. It's disturbing. If you have any respect for the fans, then you'll burn all the copies of that picture and take it off of RadioHideout.com. Why don't you just burn your computer right now? Just bash it in. Yeah. Let's say hello to our guests. I'm sorry you ladies had to wait so long. Miss Megan, how are you, baby? I'm good. How are you? Introduce us to your friend. This is this is my beautiful sister, Lisa. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi, nice to meet you. How are you? Well. Miss Megan works here in the high, uh, actually not in the high now, but works uh, doing stuff for the hideout at WJFK. And she was out at the uh, karaoke gig. She's an amazing singer, J Dubs. I don't yeah, know if you knew does. this. She does a lot of singing around here. <laughs> she sang Evanescence. All right. Uh, bring me back to life, right? That's the one. And she did an amazing job. I mean, to the point where you know what? I think Nicotina could do it better. <laughs> bring me back to life. Wake me up. <laughs> she do the guy part. Wake me up. Save me. <laughs> And um, But you did such a great job. Are you going to head it back up to Champs and win your $100? I'm going to try. I'll be up there, in, I guess, at midnight when they do the drawing. We'll see. Good for you. She did a, She did such a great job, and I'm proud of you. Because I'll tell you this. I was in the restroom when you got started, and I thought they were just regularly like playing the song. Oh. And then I step outside, and I see you up there, along with Jay, who sang backup. Yeah, that was interesting. And I was really Who sang backup? Uh, Jay. He oh. also heard dance. Calls in, you know, um, and he was dancing. He was, like, freaking her in the back. <laughs> it was great. Certainly added to the experience. It did. I'll freak you now. <laughs> she said something to me that was a little disturbed by. I'm blaming on you, Jay, though. What? She goes, glad to know I'm still your number one at the station. <laughs> Because this is where she rose after all the singing. Well, she's now above and beyond number one, but this is something Dubs and I had talked about before. <laughs> because Dubs and I, when we're off there, we have secret conversations. <laughs> and we're not going to uh, allow you to hear any of them. But this one, 
in that I was talking about Megan and how beautiful she is, and that if we had to pick of anyone here at the station other than Cameron, it would be Megan. <laughs> and I said, if I, oh, we didn't we didn't take Alan out of it. No, oh. I got to pick Alan. Alan's got better skin, and that's mm. nothing on you. He's uh, got better hair too. I got nothing on him. Alan's just—he's a pretty boy. <laughs> that's exactly what he is. He's that's a skater boy. Working for him. He says, "She says, see you later, boy." <laughs> so, but you're here, you're hanging out, and are you going to go back up to the Champs and Fair Oaks and get your money? I'm going to try. Hopefully I'll get it. Because I think you ended up winning. I think, I think you so. did an amazing job. That would be nice if I could use the 100 bucks. Let me ask you. Yes. You know that you're my number one here yes. at the station. Who's your number one I, in the hideout? No, Don't lie. I'm not going to answer In the hideout. In the, it's that, in the hideout? In the hideout. Uh, yeah, because trust me, we know we're not anywhere near Alan, Cameron, Carney J., in fact, let, let's get all the boys in here. James, he's the intern. Oh, yes. Bateman, get in here. Oddball, get in here. Even bring in Alex Corolla. I want everybody in here in the hideout real quick. We have two beautiful ladies. I want you ladies to say who your number one and number twos are. Okay? All right, there's Corolla walking on in like a stud. All right. He's a, uh, he's a student at George Mason. Can you do a 360? Do, do, do a quick turnaround if you would. Thank you. And that that way you can see the neck hair, and that's the beautiful thing about him doing the 360. Neck hair is a turn on. Oddball as well. You know who Oddball looks like? I looked at him in the face the other day. You know who he reminds me of? I don't know. Fred Norris. Oh yeah, of the Howard Stern Show. And there's nothing wrong with that. If he grew his hair a little bit longer, definitely. You would be spitting image of Fred Norris, and good for you. What's wrong? Now that looks like it pissed him off. <laughs> um, there's Oddball. Now, Punani, come on over here. And take take a little quick... Uh, Can he put on the shirt? Where's Bateman? Take a quick yeah, walk down the runway. See the shirt. Yeah. Come, take your shirt off, and you can take your shirt off, Punani, and I want the, you to walk for the ladies. Do the staff shirt? Miss Megan and her sister. All right, there's Punani. And <laughs> Punani is taking his shirt off. Again, Bateman, stand behind him. Oh, the web does not do this justice. <laughs> Again, go to RadioHideout.com to see the picture of Punani in his staff shirt. And, uh, and, then, and there's Punani. And that, I just want you to walk the runway, Punani. Do, the, do your little thing on the catwalk. On the oh, he's before. <laughs> you are too sexy for that small shirt. He's walking down. All right, he's got crack showing. All right, Bateman. Does that, cut, does that cut off circulation? A little bit of plumber. I should be getting mega points for that. I think you're in the lead. Bateman, I need you to do the walk. Let's see if the chicks are digging on you. Bateman walks down the hideout. He's dressed very nice. He says he's practically a male model. Yeah, he is dressed very he nice. Says that, he's does he? normal looking. Yeah. Hey, wait a second. That's not always a good thing, though. And then you have dubs and you have normal me. Normal can be boring. Who's number one? Who's number two? I'm going to go with Miss Megan's sister. Who would you say is number two? If you had to have anybody, we're talking procreation. <laughs> we're talking about uh, the mankind depends on it. Who's number two on the list? Oh, if mankind depends on it? Yes. Yeah. Come write it down. All right, you want to write yeah, it down? Yeah, we'll write it down. How about this? We take a break and we come back and we find okay. out. All right. The other thing I want to find out, too, Bateman, get on the mic. Where were you tonight? I was out at the mall. No, you weren't. Yes, I was. Why is it you were... I heard a woman giggling in the background. Because I was at the mall. Were you on a date? No. Porno Dan? I wish. Pornodan.com. Who were you out with? Why was... I was at the mall yesterday, too. I wasn't with anybody. 
Why were you dressed up? Yesterday you were wearing your workout clothes. Now today you're dressed like you're practically a male model. Because I'm going to be working on a real show soon. Oh. Oh, no. Wow. He just dropped on my list quite a bit. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll find out all the answers. We'll talk to Karen from womenagainstbush.org. And we'll also throw eggs at Bateman. And by the way, Bateman, you just earned your spot. You beat out Corolla. <laughs> We're throwing eggs at you tonight to reenact what happened to Dubs' chick. <laughs> Quick break, coming back to Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Hideout. So many perpetrators, man, the whole nine, many think they real, they real fake, the most important Latino broadcaster ever. Got a big too. I don't know how this little man, this little fat man, get all these women, boy. I don't know how he do it, but he does it. Is the name? No, the the bank account, one of the above. I think the big that gets the most. Dubs. And if I don't sit here in my apartment in the dark and off the internet porn night, then the terrorists are truly won. The hideout featuring LFA and J And welcome back into the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. I'm Al Happy. That is J Dubs. 866-277-4969. Is it Friday yet? No. Not even close. Hump yeah. day. Hump day. Hump day. It's not the weekend. <sighs> not yet. Feels like it. By the way, RadioHideout.com, I can look at the number of people online. i got to say, it must be some sort of a record right now for the number of people that are at www.RadioHideout.com looking under the gallery section um, under uh, that part where you go to on the gay side where you have the picture of Tommy uh, nude. There's also a picture of Johnny Punani, and he has had a record number of views in just the last few minutes of him in the uh, queer camouflage staff Old Navy shirt that everybody who uh, is, works as a producer on the show must wear at one time and another or another. By the way, too, I want to remind you, we are going to be tossing eggs at one of our producers, uh, probably about midnight or so, yeah. reenacting what happened to J Dubs's girlfriend when she was walking uh, when she was walking on the street the other day. Yeah. Somebody pelted her with an egg, just like right on some major thoroughfare. So I didn't believe this was actually possible. It's a tough shot, I'll tell you that much. We're gonna see how tough it is with Bateman because he's roughly the same size as her. Uh, five one one hundred pounds. Uh, Miss Megan is here as well with her lovely sister. Miss Megan was out earlier at my gig at the Champs at the Fair Oaks, um, right over here as we were doing the karaoke giveaway, uh, the trip for two to Mazatlan Mexico Airfare Hotel accommodations. Uh, by the way, speaking of RadioHideout.com, in just a moment we're going to speak to Karen from WomenAgainstBush.org. There's a link up for uh, WomenAgainstBush.org in uh, uh, the link section. Exactly. The very last one, in fact, is it is in alphabetical order. And uh, we're going to chat with her about Fahrenheit 9-11 and just some of the other things that have been going on. Plus, too, I think we have the tapes of when Mantan and Tommy went out to their singles mixer. Yeah. And so we'll, maybe we'll play back a couple of those uh, just to see how that went as well. But first, before we took a break, we, were, uh, we had a little, I guess, hideout um, fashion show 
or um, maybe, um, how would you say, Chippendales dance-off? I guess. With Punani and all of the male... If, if uh, the Chippendales were fat, old, or degenerate, yeah. With all the male staffers, because it came to light, and I'm not going to lie, Miss Megan is number one on my to-do list <laughs> here at WJFK. And so we were uh, trying to figure out who would be number one on her to-do list just in the hideout. Just in our own little... Because there's no way you could compete with people like Don and, and Alan and, you know, and Cameron and Jag yeah. and Tim McWilliams. Oh, yeah. We can't compete with those guys, so we just have I'm to glad the that, I'm glad Ed Pappy ain't here anymore. I, he's with you, Ben, probably ahead of us, too. They called him Slap Happy Ed Pappy for a reason. Yeah. So now, I would like to talk to Miss Megan's sister first. We wanted your number two and your number one on your to-do list for the hideout, who it would be. Okay. No holds barred. I want this completely honest. Who's number two? Completely honest. Do you Who? want number two first or number one? Number two. Number two first. Number two was Johnny Punani. Oh, get out of here. Have you not been to RadioHideout.com under the galleries hey, and on the gay side? The, the web picture does not do that justice. Take I'm it seriously, you. please. It's a whole different experience in person. This is a sham just like the 2000 election. You guys are just jealous. I don't understand. Is it because he's older? Do you, that, that's part of it. Are you a chubby chaser? No, <laughs> definitely not. Well, definitely not. I don't understand well, what that is. Younger guys, number one, are right off the list. Crap. That doesn't work. My younger guy or no? I don't know. No, you're older. Crap. All right, who is number one? Well, it's got to be El Jefe. Yeah, all right. So she goes for fat and hairy. Yeah, short, fat, and hairy. Congratulations, you win the prize. Miss Megan's sister's a winner. <laughs> really, no. After hearing that list, no. All right, we got to get to Karen from Women Against Bush, but I have to find out who Miss Megan's favorite is. Okay. Number two in the hideout would be? My, num my number two is Corolla, but I like... I like the, the skater look. Like Corolla, get in here and crow for a second, bro. Congratulations. By the way, Corolla has not been laid in two years. That's all. He's even in college and he hasn't been laid in two years. Bro, yeah, yeah. what do you think, man? I, I am flattered and stunned. <laughs> I really am. Is there anything that maybe you'd like to do to uh, Miss Megan? or uh, Maybe near your neck. Huh? Near your neck. Excuse me? Near, near, uh, I don't know what they're talking about. Near her name in the back of your neck. How about we do that? I got a razor in the car, and we can shave Miss Megan into your neck hair. And how about uh, we give you laser lines, too, because I haven't seen those in a long time. Lightning bolts. Just in the eyebrows, though. Thanks a lot, guys, for helping my chances out. No problem. All right, beat it. We're going to throw eggs at you later. And who's number one on the list? My number one was El Jefe. Yes! I like the bald look. No, you like you really like the hairy look, both of you guys, because both of the people you guys picked, all three of them, are very hairy people. You know why? She likes to be with men. Not boys, <laughs> hairless boys, or in the seventh grade, like that skank down in Florida. <laughs> she wants to be with men, both of them. And how do you figure I'm hairy? Take your shirt off again. Look at your beard. Stop taking it off. That He's only too happy to take it off. Right, there's something wrong with Miss Megan's sister for picking him. I can look no. at it. No. Let, let me say. Anybody got a single? You take your shirt off. You take your shirt off. I don't have any, I don't have any hair. Well, see, that was the part. Like, Bateman got off the list because he was like, I'm going to work for a new show. By the way, here's a single. Stop. So that took him out of the running. Stop it real quick. Put it in a Panani fold. 
Oh, no. He's put it on his forehead. And now he insists that Punani dances for him. Looking sick. Looking sick. All right, Dove's just trying to stick it to Punani's belly. So then I'm number one yeah. on both your lists. Yeah. What are the chances we get the menage going? Upstairs in the Don and Mike <laughs> My office. Sister. And that's what makes it sexy. <laughs> All right, ladies, we appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. Thank you. Right, wish me luck. Good luck. I hope you win that hundred dollars out I there. I could really use it. I'm telling you, my ego feels great tonight. <laughs> Seriously. Like to keep these souvenirs? Yeah, hell yeah. I want you to autograph and put your phone numbers on there too. <laughs> um I don't know if I'd be number one on her list, but she'd be number one on my list when it comes to the nonprofit world. Karen! She's been in here before. Maybe she can give her us her list, too. I don't want to put her on the spot. Karen from <laughs> womenagainstbush.org. Welcome back into the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. How are you, babe? I'm great. How are you guys? We're outstanding tonight, as you could probably hear. Fantastic. So, Sounds like some of the boys over there need to come to one of our events. Well, actually, they did. That's ba- true. Bateman, get in here with those tapes and uh, get that set up. Why don't I see any phone numbers here? Now I'm disappointed. All right, fine. All right, sorry about that. You I can got... just check out the uh, the confidential list. Oh, that's right. I got the staff list. Now I'm going to be prank calling every night. Um, Karen, in fact, last month, actually, tell us real quick for all the new listeners because they're gaining uh, exponentially in the hideout. What what it is? Women Against Bush dot org is all about. Women Against Bush is all about getting young and single women to the voting booth in uh, November. It's all about getting their panties to the polls. Right. And uh, having a really good time between now and then, getting them involved and thinking about voting, particularly uh-huh. against Bush. Right, exactly. And so what you guys do, it's the singles in the city approach, if you would, to uh, to politics. And you have a lot of fun stuff. In fact, I got the latest newsletter from you guys. And you had a yoga outing? We did. We had a, a yoga, a Yogis for Change um, event. Yogis? Yeah. That's What's a, Yogis? Apparently, Yogis is the plural of yeah, people that do yoga. <laughs> okay. You guys have some picnic baskets, huh? <laughs> Look at the it. worst impression ever. No, I'm just saying I got my the new Michael Mayer here <laughs> in the hideout. Uh, you got some picnic baskets, huh, boo-boo? That's worse than my Bernie Mac <laughs> impression. <laughs> Hey, you want a cookie? <laughs> uh, give me a cookie. Uh, give me a cookie. All right, so um, you guys have these events once a month. And last month, you guys were having a singles mixer. How'd that go? It was fantastic. We had, uh, I think, somewhere between three and 400 people there. Um, number of... Uh, of group media groups, including you guys, um, asking our our women questions about why they were women against Bush and what you you invited other media groups there. We didn't invite them; they showed up. I mean, we were so surprised. You cheating on us? You cheating on, yeah, cheat on us? That's the way it's going. We uh, we're in on the ground floor, and all of a sudden you're on Anderson Cooper 360. Don't worry, you guys got the best clips. All right, good. You were though on CNN, weren't you? They actually, we were supposed to be on, and then a certain former president passed away, and we got bumped, so we're still waiting for them to air the segment. Which president is that? Yeah, I didn't know. President died? No, apparently so. What happened to Nixon? I don't know. (laughs) It wasn't Carter, was it? He was my favorite. No, luckily he's still around doing really wonderful things. Is he? That is true. Building houses? So do we we have the clips from this, J-Dubs? All right, let's hear one of these... uh, uh, the outing from Mantan, and I guess it was Bateman, right? Uh, they, yep. All right, here, let's listen to this. Do you have your permission to use your voice uh, later on in the broadcast on WGFK? Yeah. What percentage of Republican women do you believe have implants? 
Probably the whole community of the suffered was. Who does it better, liberal or Republican? Definitely liberal. I heard that, sister. Thank you very much. Right. Oh, can I have your phone number? My <laughs> phone number? Why? You know, it can be a call. So, you know, holler at you sometime. See how you're doing? Maybe. Okay. We'll talk later. Okay. Get you some drinks. What's your name? I'm Mike. Mike? And I'm for the uh, liberation of glorious orbs. I'm for the brown Oh, very nice. So we have something in common. Yes. Oh, we should team no, up. I am wearing a bra. How are you supposed to be uh, supporting your cause? You shouldn't be wearing a bra, by the way. underwear. Oh. Very nice, very nice. I'll have to come back to you later, believe me. Let's talk later. All right, thank you. All right, I want to apologize to you, Karen, from WomenAgainstBush.org. I didn't realize our boys were going out and pretty much just harassing every woman that was there. Well, I think that, um, you know, they are male, so uh, we can forgive them for a little bit of that. But we actually had a really good time with them. I think they had fun. They got to see that, you know, there are a lot of uh, very attractive women out there that are choosing to uh, don our panties and vote against Bush in this attraction. Are, are you actually taking panties? We actually have panties. Anyone that becomes a member of our organization. No, but are you taking used ones? The used ones? Yeah. We are not collecting because you, you said uh, donate. So I figured, <laughs> yes, I'd like some kind of weird uh, fetish thing going. I think it's actually more. No, but we've considered doing a high heel drop on the White House. You know, you know, walk a day in our shoes kind of thing. You don't want to get that because you have a bunch of uh, foot fetish people and they're uh, running a batch in them. Well, as long as they're uh, they're bothering the White House and not me, I'm okay with that. Um, uh, again, it's uh, Karen from WomenAgainstBush.org. What's the big event coming up this month? We have a um, happy hour tomorrow. We have actually had an event tonight with the Vast Left Wing Conspiracy. Nice. Where we were the featured organization. And then uh, tomorrow night we have a um, martini happy hour at Lounge 201 in D.C., They've allowed us to, uh, actually one of our members, um, we had our members submit ideas for martini names, and they uh, they decided on the Bushwhacker. Oh, I saw that. And the Panty Drop as our two martini names for the night. Or no, Butcher Luke, Bushwhacker. Let's go to uh, Mantan. Mantan, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's going on, fellas? How you doing? Tonight? You're on with Karen, bro. What's up? Hey, how's it going? I'm okay. How are you doing tonight? Oh, pretty good. Are you coming to our event tomorrow? Well, you know I am. I mean, come on, uh, liberal women and black men and go, black men go hand in hand, don't they? <laughs> you actually were out there last time, man. Tanya, you how many numbers did you end up scoring? A couple, man. But it wasn't about scoring. It was about you know liberating women and getting them not to vote for Bush. Exactly. And I, That's what I was out there for. Quit throwing out the company line. <laughs> He's so, out there to help the sisterhood advance their cause. Brown knows. And now let me ask you about this, man. Tanya, just about the organization overall. You were at the singles event last month. That's right, that's right. Were you impressed by the the quality of lady that not only believes in herself and believes in uh, something other than Bush when it comes to leading this country? <laughs> impressed wasn't even the word. It was more like stupefied. Seriously? Yes, impressed is not... I mean, impressed Do we have that song? Surprised. Like your David Draymond? The, the, stupefied. <laughs> the qualified the quality of women were there. It was intelligent conversation. It wasn't just uh I guess you could say an eye candy situation. I had a fantastic time. I so, really did. And these are good events that you would say you'd go to. I would go to I'm I plan on going to all the rest one. I mean, hey, where do white women at? <laughs> all right. Thank you, man. Sure. Ted. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Um eight six six two seven seven forty nine six tonight. In fact, we have an event coming up, J-Dubs, that we're not allowed to talk about yet. We will make the announcement Monday mm -hmm. that we'd like to hopefully tie in women against Bush uh, with. 
We've been working on this for a while. It looks like it's finally going to happen. I wish it would have happened two weeks ago. Exactly. It would have been more timely. But, Karen, let me ask you, uh, Fahrenheit 9-11, did you see it? What did you think? Very excited about this movie. The, one of the best things about Fahrenheit 9-11 has been the uh, response of people that went into it undecided about how they were going to vote in this election and came out without a doubt in their minds that they were going to vote against Bush. Yeah. That's the best part. You know what I also thought of, too, immediately when I was watching this was the female aspect of it in the mothers. Not mm -hmm. only the Iraqi mother, but the mother of the U.S. soldier. Because, you know, women against Bush, it tends to be a younger kind of thing, a sex in the city kind of thing. But I'm sure you're also inviting mothers into the organization. When you saw that mother from Flint, Michigan, and the way she was completely heartbroken to find out that her son had died in a war that you could tell from his letter he didn't believe I, I, I in. I thought she was heartbroken because the Dayton family broke up. No. That, but uh, stop making life. Flint Town. <laughs> but let me, I mean, is that something that you guys have uh, gotten uh, together with? Maybe some of these mothers of the servicemen and stuff like servicemen and women? Well, there actually is an organization that I'm happy to promote called the Mothers Opposing Bush. The MOB, um, I think their website is www.themmob.org. Right. And they are a fabulous organization. It's, they, their motto is, you know, Mothers Know Best. And we actually have been featured in some press articles with them. We've um, had events that they've come to and um, talking to them. They're going to be, I think, at the Democratic Convention possibly doing some stuff with us there. Mm-hmm. So, um, so to that extent, yes. And we actually have a number of um, people that are members of our organization that are young mothers. Um, and we have grandmothers. I mean, everybody. And I think that that is true. Whether you're a mom, um, I guess if you're a mom in particular, you feel that pain even more. But just as a woman in general, I think that, you know, we tend to be pretty, um, you know, pretty um, sympathetic to people and empathetic. And so... I think that that's very true. That the you know that those you know that part of that movie is very moving to people. Now, Karen, uh, you, you seem like you got a whole lot of things in the works to go against Bush. Oh yeah. You, I, I feel like you're the type of person who doesn't sleep well at night, and you won't sleep well at night until like Bush is in, in office anymore. I, I I like to think about this stuff for the two hours we're on the air. Other than that, I sleep fine. How do you how do you deal with it? Your question implies that I sleep at all. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not happening, is it? No, it's actually I'm really lucky. I've got a great group of women working with me. Um, our uh, yeah, we do too. We call them Bateman and Punani. Yeah, <laughs> go to the website. You'll see oh, that. What good looking women they are. <laughs> <laughs> with bellies and all. So I'm really lucky to have such a great group of people helping me out um, directly and indirectly. I've got some amazing support around the country. One of our um, one of our recent events was a group of women in Houston got together to watch uh, Fahrenheit 9/11. Um, went and had dessert afterwards, and you know, had discussion. And they're in Houston, Texas. I mean, that's fantastic. Outstanding. That's so good. And in fact, I, I want to talk to you a little bit later on, hopefully in the week about what it is that we've got going on, and maybe we can make some stuff happen. There she is, Karen, womenagainstbush.org. You can find the link on radiohideout.com. In fact, if you go to the website, mm -hmm. um, the survey up right now, and we just want to get a gauge from our listeners, is are you registered to vote? And the latest is 72% um, of our listeners, J-Dubs, are registered to vote. That's a that's pretty good ratio. And you take into account maybe a, a couple of the, you know, the younger 
uh, listeners that we have that may not be 18 yet, I'm hoping they make up the majority of that 28% that aren't registered to vote. That's still better than the national average. Oh, yeah, definitely. Do you guys have a link to register to vote on your website? I'm working on it, in fact. Do you have one on womenagainstbush.org? We do. We definitely do. We link to Rock the Vote, and I encourage you guys to consider using them as well. I will. um, We'll make make that happen with our, uh, our web guy. Hey, Karen, thank you so much, baby. Thank you. Have a good evening. All right, you too. Bye. All right, bye. <sighs> From what I understand, she was hot the last go-around, too. Bateman and Mantan were just fawn- uh, fawning all over her. She's a good one. Not like I it. just wonder how, how it feels to hate that much. <laughs> she just really hates Bush. But you don't... You don't... I do, but I, I, you know, it just seems like to me, for her, she doesn't stop thinking. You were able to separate... I, I I like to uh, not think about it all the time. I'm telling you, my weekend was ruined between watching Fahrenheit 9/11 and this other one, Control Room. Just feeling how lied I've been to. Yeah. By the government and by the media. Panani, how far do you think she would go? Would she bang a short, fat, white, moderate Republican for a vote? <laughs> I would like to think uh, no. I'd like to think so. And for I, a vote for Kerry. And I'm disappointed that any that you were on anybody's list with the two uh, honeys that were in here. X, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, brother? Hey, what's up, man? Go hey, uh, I was wondering why you guys are taking such an anti-Bush stand. I mean, I've been uh, hearing all these reviews about Michael Moore's movie, right? And right. They've all been, you know, pretty much negative, like Bill O'Reilly saying he wants, like, a communist nation. And that while he's out... You're li- that's because you're listening to Bill O'Reilly. That's because you're listening to someone else no, no, with no, an agenda not, like not, him. Just a bunch of other articles, too, saying, like, you know, on Fahrenheit 9-11, the lies of Michael Moore. Well, how he all right, look at, look at it like this. If the, if the uh, movie is only 5% true, mm-hmm. it is terrifying, and there's no reason why you would, wouldn't think it's at yeah. least, you know, that, that true. Yeah, well, I was just asking since uh, I'm probably going to see it probably this Friday. And, uh, yeah, just check th- it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, one more thing. Hey, Hefe, do you play guitar or any other musical instrument? Brother, I wish. So I, you, you got like the perfect build to be a guitarist in like, a like really hard rock band. And Jay does look like that white dude that you always go and blaze up with after school. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is I, that is me. That is Jay Dubs. And in fact, I've been told numerous times that I look like Fieldy from Corn. Yeah, yeah, you do, you do. You got that long ass goatee, man. And then the the other one too is that I belong in the band POD. Yeah, you do, you do. You look just like the uh, the guitarist or whatever, man. But he but he looks tight though. Uh, uh, but I, as opposed to me, thanks. Yeah, yeah you, look, you look loose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Thank All you, man. Peace. All right, bro. Uh, let's take a break. Let's come back. Um, we need to do the egg tossing, but I don't feel we've set it up properly yet. So we'll take a very quick break. We'll come back. We'll get into something. And before the end of the show, we're going to do the egg tossing because the eggs are here. Mm-hmm. Does that sound good to you, J-Dubs? Sounds good to me. 866-277-4969. We'll do an open phone thing. A couple of other uh, topics that I found. And actually, something that happened that I want to bring up to you as well, Jay Dubs. So we'll uh, we'll do this real fast, and we'll come back. It's the Hideout 106.7. Uh, make sure you go to womenagainstbush.org. Hook up uh, via radiohideout.com. Uh, it's the Hideout on WJFK. <laughs> what was that? That's the NBA music. Want to call the hideouts? Hello? Want to yell at us? Hello? Want to yell at the people yelling at us? Hello? Yes, you're on the air with the hideout. What's your name? Hello? Even stupid people can call. Were you in special ed, honey? No. Are you sure? Was your classroom next to the boiler room? Call the hideout. Yo, baby, show me your digits. Let's do this damn thing. 
at 866-277-4969. Hello? 866-277-4969. <laughs> Hi, this is Alyssa and Alex Lineland. And our dad, Alan, should give these guys a raise. It's The Hideout with, with El Jefe and J-Dubs on 106.7 Back into the hideout 106.7 WJFK. I am Mojave. That is J Dubs 866 277 4969. 866 277 4969. Also, too, go to the website radiohideout.com. Okay, so during Howard, during Don and Mike. Yeah, during Ron and Fez, during Bill O'Reilly, during Sporting News Radio. These are the things that are running. All right, let's hear it. The Hideout. Disjointed. The Hideout. Listen to a cluster app. It's The Hideout. <laughs> Weeknights at 11. After Ron and Fez. On 106.7 WJFK. Classy. Uh, I got to say that. That's uh, That's nice. Makes you want to tune in. Yeah. Where do they get these clips of us talking to trash about ourselves? Tommy? All right, hold on. One more. Let me hear it one more time. The, the same one? Yeah. Hold on. It's queuing up. God damn. Carts. But I love how we have the screen here that says, you know. JFK. All right, here it is. It sucks. Old school. From the 30s. Marconi would be ashamed. The Hideout. Disjointed. The Hideout. Listen to a cluster app. It's The Hideout. <laughs> Weeknights at 11. After Ron and Fez. On 106.7 WJFK. God damn it. <laughs> Y'all be so blatant, guys. And then it has it laughing. We're laughing at how bad we suck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, what's the other one? Here's the other one. It's a hideout. A couple of schmucks. Yeah, we are. We we really just are uh, a bunch of gullible idiots. The hideout. Yeah, I, I'm a high fan. That's straight up. Weeknights at 11. Oh, my God. 106.7 WJFK. <laughs> would you listen to that show? <laughs> yeah, I would. <laughs> We're just a couple of gullible idiots. Would you tell your friends about it? No. These guys think they're schmucks. You should <laughs> tune in. They think they're losers. Just like us. Is that the angle? Maybe. I don't know. Want to hear that one again? Not really. It's a hideout. A couple of schmucks. Yeah, we are. We we really just are uh, a bunch of gullible idiots. It's a hideout. Yeah, I, I'm a high fan. That's straight ups. Weeknights at 11 on 106.7 WJFK. I quit. Oh, why? I'm moving to Houston. <laughs> it's over. What's in Houston? The Astros. All right. Now here's both of them back to back. No, it's the hideout. It's the hideout. Listen to a cluster app. It's the hideout. <laughs> Weeknights at 11. After Ron and Fez on 106.7 WJFK. It's a hideout. A couple of schmucks. Yeah, we are. We we really just are uh, a bunch of gullible idiots. It's the hideout. Yeah, I, I'm a high fan. That's straight ups. Weeknights at 11 on 106.7 WJFK. 
I mean, can't we just have one positive one? We have these shorter ones. I think they're the same ones. Uh, I don't even want to hear them. I, I, seriously, I'm stumped on listening to this. I'd rather move on. I'd rather throw eggs at our producers. These are shorter. I think one of them is just plain, but... All right, let's hear this one. I'm just going to play both of them back-to-back so we don't That's keep fun. on doing it. I'm done. I've always wanted to be beaten bloody with a microphone. <laughs> what? at 11 on 106.7 WJFK. Weeknights at 11 on 106.7 WJFK. Weeknights at 11 on 106.7 WJFK. I had no idea that beating bloody with a microphone thing was... <laughs> Let's see if it's rotating at all. No, stop it, Dubs. I'm serious, man. <laughs> I've always wanted to be beaten bloody with a microphone. <laughs> Nights at 11 on 106.7 WJFK. <laughs> Why would you want to be beaten by the microphone? That, I don't was, understand. that was taken out of context. Yeah, I'm sure it was. How do you feel so good? Just like this one. This one? I don't like a colored guy. Just like that. Could you imagine? At least mine isn't being heard all day. I've always wanted to be beaten bloody with a microphone. That's like a color guys at 11 on 106.7 WJFK. These are the new, these are this is basically what the new promo should be. Tommy's a fag. Tommy's a virgin. <gasps> I don't like a colored guy. Yeah, I'm 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 a gay homosexual. Shut up, Tubbs. That's what the new promos basically are. <sighs> After that. I've always wanted to be Stop, beaten man, bloody with a seriously. You can play yours all the time. On 106.7 WJFK. Mikey, you're in the hideout on JFK. What's up, bro? What's up, fellas? Uh, how can we help you tonight? All right, check this out. Uh, I uh, saw Spider-Man 2. Been seeing this girl for about four weeks, right? Yeah. Pay for the movie. The bomb. I mean, the movie's great. The movie is just so much fun. Cool. Anyhow, who cares? Um, I'm, we're in the back seat like it's 1989 again, man. Mm-hmm. Looking up, I said some stupid things. I mean, I'm ready for action. I was like, all right, go, all right, go for it. I, I got to ask you a question. She's like, what? I said, all right, I you don't know where it came from. All right, hold and on. now it got double dumped. <sighs> I caught it. So, ba- so basically, he's on a date. <laughs> like the eighth time they've gone out, and he actually turns to the girl and says... Hey, do you want to date me? Did you ever have that where you go up to a chick and you finally say, hey, do you want to go steady or do you want to be my girlfriend? No, but, you know, the most uncomfortable thing, I go, so what are we? <laughs> like you and your chick, you guys going out, how long have you been going out? Uh, close to three years now. When did you know that you guys were exclusive? Um, well, I'd have to say probably when... She came out for my birthday, and uh, it was with my parents and stuff. So kind of. How many dates in were you? I was about two months in. So for two months, you didn't know whether or not you were dating. Well, not you know, it, maybe we were dating, but we didn't know if it, anything would work out anyway. You know. What do you think the rule is? Like for guys, when do guys feel that they're usually dating? And Mike, you can call back if you want. Uh, we got the uh, delay system ramp back up. 866-277-4969. When do you think guys consider they're officially dating? Um, I think it depends. Do you think it's a number of dates? Uh, I think it's a... Uh, when they've had sex? I think it's when you can just come over to the chick's house without asking. Or without saying, hey, I'm going to stop by. But that happens sometimes and dudes are just stalking. 
Like Wait. brother and they're dating. Nash stock and they're dating. <laughs> That's under my uh, under my definition. Their boyfriend and girlfriend. Sir, I'm sorry, but according to the J Dub's rules of dating, I'm not stalking her. I'm dating. We're officially going out. Bateman. Yes. You got a chick, right? No. How long y'all been going out? Um, I don't have a chick. What happened? Nothing. How many times do you uh how many times do you go out on a date before you consider you guys being dating? Uh depends on the whole situation. Sometimes it's just friends with other things and other times it's uh more than that. Hmm. It really depends on from uh each situation. To me, if there's been any sort of anything involving fingers really? Hmm. It's a combination of the two. If you have gone on three dates, and you've gotten to third base, then maybe you're a little bit more than just F-buddies. That's what I would consider. What's the date? Uh, hanging out. I mean, do you have to go out in public or if you're hanging out just at her place? Just if you hang out with each other. Um, Eight. A, a date is if you take them out and everybody's no, no, no. paying. I, I completely disagree. It's getting together. Like, in fact, I would consider, like, let's say... I'm so, mean you're dating? I met somebody... Because they've used fingers and... Uh... <laughs> I met somebody at the bar tonight. That's date number one. All right? That's get-together number one. In fact, I don't like to call them dates. I like to call them meetings. And once that you've had your third meeting and you've, okay. got, and you've gotten a third base, you're officially dating. You wouldn't agree with that? No. I think that's the rule that we should go by. Mike, you're back in the hideout on JFK. Sorry about that, fellas. No more apps. All right, go ahead. Okay, anyhow, so tomorrow we have, uh, we're supposed to go out and take her out for lunch. Right. What do you think the, uh, should now, we're guys, we're idiots. Mm -hmm. We all are. What do you think, should I apologize for what I said? Because you asked her if you're officially dating. What? You asked her if you're officially dating. Yeah, but I was ready to pull out the old condom, and you know how it is. <laughs> what, so what, what, what was her response? What was her response? Yeah. She said, uh, I have to think about it. And I said, that's cool. And then Terrible. we just kind of went back to where we were at. And I said, you know, I've met her family. I, actually, I met her, her mom and her sister. I haven't met her dad. They You're dating. We're, we're, we're th I think we're dating, but I, I don't, that's never, ever coming out of uh, my list before, out of 27 years of living. So it's, you know, I mean, right away, you know, you usually, this girl's really cool, man. I don't want to screw it up, so I'm just like... Hey, how about this? So what are we? Let's put you on hold, and we'll call her, and we'll ask you what you are. All right, ready? I'll give you your number. All right, hold on a second. We're going to get her number, okay? Hold on. I want to call this chick and see where they're at. Because to me, if he's met her mother and her sister, they're dating. Mm, I think the father's a huge step, though. No. You see this? No, not that many. You see this? What kind of whore are you dating, man? When they all fit, <laughs> you're dating. When they all fit, you marry. Sausage dog here, or sausage nog, or whatever. Sausage nog, what's up, man? Yo, yo, yo. Now, this is what, when you travel state to state with the girls, uh, both of her parents, and you stop at a truck stop to have a little, a little lunch or something, and she comes out of the bathroom and says she bought a French tickler with, Six quarters that she had in her pocket. Oh, that's when you're dating. That's when you know you're dating. All right, because but that'll never happen. That'll never happen. So me and my chick who've been together for three years are still not dating. Oh, ironically, she and you I are. Even, you've never been to a truck stop. <laughs> it was have a you weird trip. State to state. I'm sorry. We were in Howell, Michigan. 
We're on our way to see you, though. Beat it. <laughs> Technically, we're dating. 866-277-4969. Vampire, you're in the hideout on JFK. Yeah, I wanted to let you guys know Bateman lied to you. He does have a girlfriend. Uh huh. She comes in a box and has inflated 35 PSR on the back of her neck. And, oh, no, and actually it's the, our uh, John Holmes doll. Yeah, and it's actually uh, she has a penis. So you're a little right and just a little wrong. Off by about 10 inches. Um, <laughs> but it's a nice 10 inches. Have you noticed, too, that he doesn't talk to us anymore? No, not at all. Bateman hasn't. Sp- he's, he's seriously is out the door already. He's ready to go be with Ron and Fez. I sit back there in the back, and all he's doing is just chatting in the uh, in the uh, in the chat room, not even paying attention to anything. Like he doesn't even like the show. Jay, you're in the hideout on JFK. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's up, bro? Man, what happened? My wife is ready to roll out on me. What happened? Because of what you, because of what went on. Well, she, what? She thinks I actually went to the karaoke event to actually go. And get with other women. Well, I saw you there. You were hitting on uh, all of the contestants. Oh, what are you talking about, man? <laughs> I saw you with Sarah. I saw you uh, trying to hit on Miss Megan and her sister. You're killing me, F.A. I saw it with my own two eyes. In fact, you were up there with Miss Megan freaking her like you were Petey Pablo. <laughs> You're killing me, man. Like, she's actually got her mom on the way to come scoop her ass up. Are you serious? Let, yeah. me, let me talk to her real quick. Can I talk to her and tell yeah. her I'm just kidding? Yeah, hold on one second. Let's talk to your chick. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. Here you go. Here you go. Now she says she doesn't want to talk. Come on, talk. Tell Hold her. On, here, tell Tina. her. Uh, tell her we'll make her feel better. Tell her, Tina. He'll talk to you. Hold on. Hold, Tina, here. Just listen to what you have to say. She says no. What's, Damn. What, what's wrong with her? She's like, you know, she's pregnant. Hormones are hormones are raging. She's. All right, here. Tell. Right, I want you to do this. I want you to hold up the phone where she can hear it. Okay. You ready? She's listening to the radio right now. Well, hold up the phone just so she can hear me because there's a 16-second delay. Okay, hold on, Tina. Listen, listen. He's got a 16-second delay. He's going to say something. Just listen. All right, hold on. He did it! Run! He was hitting on every skank there. He was drunk, and he was feeling interns up. Run! Run! Jay. You there, Jay? Jay? <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> He was. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> uh, she's pregnant. You just ruined a life. If you two want dating advice, 866-277-4969. You ruined the life of that lady and her baby. Or if you want us to mend a bridge, <laughs> 866-277-4969. The hideout is here for you. Now put that in a promo, bitch. Um, let's see here. I think um, people are very excited about what's going on as far as womenagainstbush.org goes. We want to thank Karen once again for coming into the hideout. And um, just a lot of stuff going on, J-Dubs, including uh, what happened last night with you and your chick. Uh, my chick was uh, walking down the road, and someone chucked an egg and hit her right in the small of the back. And this so while, uh, on a busy road... She was walking on the sidewalk, and one of the passing cars chucked an egg out and ended up hitting her. Now, do you think she's making this up to get attention? No. I think it's impossible. I think it, I think it's very tough, and that guy just had a very lucky shot, but I know she wouldn't make it up. Do you think that we could hit our friends, if possible? Do you think that you and I have, have good enough, like, control 
can throw well enough an egg where we could have we could be in a moving car and having like maybe um, Bateman mm-hmm. or Corolla walking along and we could hit them. Um, I I don't think I could. You don't think you could at all? Mm-mm. How about this? If you, I'll give you ten dollars for every time you hit Bateman in the back. Okay. And we'll just go outside here at JFK. We'll drive here in the little parking lot. And if you can hit Bateman, I got I got a dozen eggs. So I could be uh, making 120 bucks here. You could be making 120 dollars. God damn! I didn't even realize I was setting that up. But yes, you could win 120 dollars. Don't worry, you aren't going to shell out anything. How about this? How about we do the same thing? You give me ten dollars for every time I hit Bateman. You're a better shot than me. Well, that's, I mean, it'll even out. Let's say we go back and forth, and maybe only, one of us only ends up paying twenty dollars out. All right, but let's see. Because you would do stuff. The only thing is I am at a disadvantage because you would do stuff like this in high school. You know what I mean? True. You would go out. You would break the mailboxes with baseball bats. You would videotape it. You would dance with your teachers at strip clubs. You would do what all this. that? <laughs> you would do all these things that teachers do. What, what teacher did I ever see at a strip club? I forgot. You told me a story about how you banged one of your teachers once, and I forget about it. What? My friend banged one of his teachers, and uh, we tried to blackmail. You and your friend, whatever. <laughs> it's all the same. Nicole, you're on WJFK. I was a virgin until I was 19. Good for you. <laughs> Nicole, you there? Not by chance. Hello, I'm here. What's up, baby? Well, I just want to know that if you start dating somebody, are you supposed to tell them you have herpes? No. 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 run, right? No. I don't... You, you, don't, you don't tell them if you've already had sex. <laughs> Because, I mean, because you know, you, you already, you already infected him. Might as well not uh, make him worry. No, I think it's the exact and, that, and, that, and then when he goes to the <laughs> clinic and tells you that, you you break up with him for cheating. You so break up I for him. him. You break up for him for giving it to you. Yeah. I first of all, no. I gotta say, you don't tell until you're about to do anything, and then once you do something, then you're like, and when right when you're how in the you, moment. How did you get the bumps? Um, I I don't know. Do you have them? Yeah. What do they look like? What do they look like? They're, they're you don't, they don't really look like anything. They're just kind of like paper cut type things. Are they herp? And is it herpes? Yeah, it's herpes. It's, it was diagnosed as herpes. Why don't you throw so much basket sauce on that? How old? Are, how old are you? Huh? I'm 25. What? When did you get them? 12. Um, I don't know exactly. College. But I, Dave Matthews Band concert? <laughs> no, I, I skipped all the Dave Matthews concerts. I hear you. Um, no, I, I don't really know when I got it, but I got diagnosed with it about a year ago. Did it break your heart? Because you can't get rid of that, right? Um, yeah, it didn't really break my heart because I, I went... Because you already have the hiv. No, stop. <laughs> I just, I, I don't... Why do I care anymore? I feel like if I don't have an outbreak, then I shouldn't have to tell. Yeah, you're, but then you're you, like that monkey from Outbreak. But you can <laughs> But you can still pass it along, though, right? Technically, but it, but the doctor said it's very hard to do that if you don't have an actual outbreak. So do you uh, do you let guys raw dog? Do I let them raw dog? Yeah. What's raw? Oh, no condom. I, I guess. If that's Is that a, what a raw dog? <laughs> I suppose. Um, sometimes. <laughs> Okay. Now, what city are you in? What? What city are you in? Um, I live in Richmond. 
All right, good. Stay there. <laughs> Stay there. But, live in a basement. I, I, I visit Be a hermit. Be a herpy hermit. But lots of people have herpes. Not me. Skank. Wait, do you do you have um do you have cold sores? No. no. Nope. You don't get cold sores on Never. your mouth? I'm clean Never. like a baby. And I don't want to hear that that's herpes. It. No, it isn't. Those are two totally different kinds of uh, no, herpes. but I have that strain down there. Oh, so what? I mean, you, so you have a. Oh, hold on, we had to dump that. Hold on a second. We can't do uh, anything. So what happens? Do you have to? We can't do whatever with people. Uh, do you have to wear special undies when that happens? You gotta wear plastic, granny panty, like super absorbent undies or something. What do you mean? Yeah, just like bigger ones, so it doesn't hurt. Oh, I'm, no, I'm seriously no, getting the gags that. right now. I'm, I'm Why? Not. This should remind you of your sister with her big tatas. No, I think I'm. Oh. I, I just think of someone like you know getting real bad rug burn. Oh, you ever so had do that? Do I have to tell though? Huh? I if if I can't transmit it really when I don't have an outbreak, then I don't have to tell, right? Hold on, let's ask someone else. Dirty, you're in the hideout on JFK. Uh, what's up, y'all? What up, brother? Hey, man, I'm dirty and. And she got herpes, so what's up? You don't care, though, right? So you don't want her to tell you. Is she showing? All right. I hear you. So, you, so I should tell him? I, I think you should. I don't know. I don't think you should have sex, personally. I say you, I think, I say you throw a... I'm a 25-year-old. I say you throw some uh, some uh, fabric on it and sew it up. Yeah, sew it up. Yeah, sew it up. All right. Hey, uh, Nicole. Yeah. What are the chances of you coming up here and showing us your next outbreak? <laughs> that way we can learn. We can put it on RadioHideout.com. Stay away from this in Richmond. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead and pass on that offer, I think. Why? Thank you very much. No, that's cool, but thank you, baby. And In all seriousness, though, I would tell. I think you okay. got to tell. All right. I wouldn't. All right. But do you... Now, how about this? How many guys have you uh, had sex with in your life? Um... Do you think it was from uh, from uh, another guy, or do you think it was just from you wiping forward too much? Hey. No, no, God. No, it was from another guy. I mean, from a guy. How many? I've had sex with probably about 10 to 20. What? <laughs> how, do you go, how do you go 10 to 20? You don't know? There's no in between there? <laughs> well, I know what it is, but I don't want to say the exact number. 19, it's under 50 20 over 10. 54. 19. Is that terrible? No, that's not wrong. If you're 25 and you got yeah. herpes, I, think I lost my virginity 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. 25, 19 guys, you got herpes. I think it's worked out. Yeah, you're uh, <laughs> you're on a roll. <laughs> All right, why, why don't you play the lottery? I think it's your week. <laughs> Mega millions. You, you too could win an iPod and millions. All right, baby. All right. Congratulations, sweetie. Well, one of you guys is out of luck because I've already had sex with one of you. Uh oh. Uh oh. Wait a minute, what's this chick's name? <laughs> All right, so hold on, let's eliminate. What's your name? I, I, I've, I've had an easy time peeing lately, so I'm fine. She uh, she hung up already. Was it Nicole? Yeah. <laughs> what? What? Is that is that your F buddy? I, I've, no, no, no. All right, Corolla, get like, in 25 here. 25 years old? Well, we know it's not Corolla. He hasn't had sex in like two weeks. Two years. Two years. Let's see, is it Bateman? 
Corolla, are you the one that had sex with this Nicole and has uh, herpes now? Oh, hell no. I know about those Richmond girls, man. I stay away. Are the Richmond girls the skanks? Oh, yeah, man. That's like the dirtiest part of this state that we have. Really? Oh, yeah, man. It's nasty. Worse than the uh, southwestern portion of Virginia? South, yeah. I'd say Richmond's just notorious for it. I mean, you, he's, it's better, man, just to get a magazine and take care of business. <laughs> than a Richmond girl? Yeah, absolutely. Bateman, get in here. I want to know if then you were the real one. paper cuts. <laughs> oh, what if it was Oddball? No. Get Oddball in here. I know Oddball's kind of a slut. <laughs> Bateman, you really are drunk tonight. I'm fine now, actually. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, Bateman, was it you? You Have you been with a Nicole? Nope. Hmm. Was that Nicole Richie? I, me do it. I would believe that, to be perfectly honest. She was calling up admitting to uh, having the bumps. Oddball, are you the slut that was with Nicole? It's what? possible. Seriously? No. <laughs> He's a rock star. Dubs, that leaves you and me. Wasn't me. It was me. Well, it has to be you by process of elimination. Why do you think I have such a large goatee? To cover Hiding it up. <laughs> to hide the herpes. That's just me, though, and I want I don't want you to judge. I know. And I wish I had told you, because now I feel like you're cheated. Dubs, congratulations, you just found out. <laughs> the process of digital pleasure. You now have herpes, too. Various, you're in the hideout on JFK. It's me. Yo, brother. Yeah, it was me. I, I had to take advantage for one night recently. <laughs> and uh, I'm not ashamed to say that there were spider webs downtown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Obviously, a lot, of you, a lot of people have been knocking those clean. So. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she just said that to be mean. Yeah. That's fine, but you scared me. Because now I'm going through all the women that I've been with, trying to think of any Nicole's. Christ. Yeah, but tell me you're not scratching right now. Yeah. I, I, everybody, you got that itch. That, I mean, all of a sudden it's like a little... I'll be honest, man. I don't even know what her for, are. For some reason, it's on yeah. my butt. <laughs> all right. Don't, go back and beat that out for the replay. Why? Well, that wasn't bad. Thank God for safe hours. It's the hideout. <laughs> we'll take a very quick break. We'll come back. Let's toss some eggs, Dubs. Let's see who's better. Let's earn a little money between the two of us. Whoever um, gets a clean shot off of one of these guys, throwing the eggs at them, um, will win $10 from the other. And we'll see who ends up banking the most. Big bank, take little bank. Next in the hideout, 106.7 WJFK. The hideouts, Cafe and Dubs. Retards can do a radio show. Oh. It's the hideout. Okay. Number one. one, one, one. And gas stations, trailer parks, and gangbang. Because quite frankly, that is our demographic. This is the most pathetic radio I've ever heard. Hideout. 106.7.
Johnny Panani. We're getting things set up outside for the big egg toss. Going through the uh, phone connections here. What we're going to have going on here is El Jefe and J-Dubs tossing eggs at Tommy Bateman and Alex Kroll. Oddball, we're going to need some help here. Oddball, what do you think? Should we be betting on this? I mean, should we be laying some money at down or something like that on this thing? I mean, this is going to be something. Come on, where's Alex Kroll? Alex Kroll's got to call in. He's got to... Our interns are falling apart. Everything's going wrong here. <laughs> hey, hey, is that you, Alex? Yeah. Oh, okay, we got him on there. Sweet. Where's everybody else? Uh, they're in the car waiting uh, to try to experiment out. I think they're getting ready right outside the... So who's got the phones out there, Alex? Hefe uh, is on the phone, and I have a phone. Okay, we got to figure this out here. Hold on. So El Hefe's calling in right now. El Hefe's calling in. Uh, Hello? Hefe. Yeah, is that you? Yes! Okay, we got it figured out. Relax. What the hell's going on, asswipe? <laughs> All right. Today, was producing this goddamn thing. All right, so we're back in the hideout. 106.7 WJFK. We're out in the parking lot, setting up what happened. Uh, Dubs, this chick, was walking yesterday out for a little stroll in her neighborhood, and she gets attacked. Someone throws eggs at her while she's walking in broad daylight. They actually hit her. I can't believe this happened. So what we're doing is a little test here out in the JFK parking lot. We got Corolla there. Corolla, are you, uh, you mic'd up? Corolla is here. And what we're going to do is we're going to walk back and forth. And we are going to throw the eggs at Corolla. All right. Corolla got disconnected, but I'm not worried about it. Here we go. We're going to drive back and forth. Punani, are you there? I want to make sure everything's kosher. Punani, can I hear you? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, all right, so everything's good to go? Should be. You're set up, everything's set up. All right, Corolla, what I need you to do, get Corolla just to walk along, and Dubs, we're going to drive by, seeing if we can hit Corolla with the eggs. Corolla, I need Corolla closer to step away from the building, because if somehow we actually hit the WJFK parking lot, or hit the WJFK outer building, then uh, then we're going to get in a lot of trouble. So right now I got Dubs stepping over and trying to get Corolla away. And so now we're going to drive by and see if Dubs can hit him. Dubs, you get shot number one. <laughs> Dubs misses as Dubs hits the first shot. And Corolla is basically walking back and forth, just as if he were one of those ducks on the pond going back and forth whenever you're trying to shoot them. Dubs hanging out the window like it's Fowlerville. And Dubs shoots number two and misses with number two. Now, Corolla somehow is not getting hit. Dubs, whoever can hit the most out of these ends up getting $10. As I just keep backing up and drooling forward as Dubs now shoots number three. And you keep missing, Dubs. What happens with you keep missing? The last, uh, the first two times I got uh, right across his back. I think I skimmed his shirt. The last time, skimmed his furry head. I swear to God, I am this close to getting up. So now what we're going to do is you've gone three shots, and now we're going to try to keep going with uh, number four and number five. Throw it now. <laughs> Did you get him? Did he move? Did he duck? What happened? I think he, I think he bobbed and weaved a little bit. Corolla, there's no moving in this bit. you got to keep straight. you got to sit there and allow Dubs to hit. Because here's the thing. Dubs' chick, Dubs' chick didn't see it coming. 
Dubs gets ten dollars. Dubs just turned ten dollars from me. Again, it's the hideout of 106.7 WJFK. We're out in the WJFK parking lot, throwing eggs at interns, pretty much <laughs> recounting what happened with Dubs' chick as she's walking home the other night. Here we go, finally, Dubs' last egg toss at Corolla here at WJFK. And Dubs is horrible. For some reason, this brings back memories of the dodgeball incident in which Dubs missed every single time against Corolla. Um, you hit him once, didn't you? I hit him once. I caught him really good on the chin, though. All right, so. Keep it going. We're going to switch places. <laughs> Mr. Corolla, stand over. Step over here. Now, uh, Corolla, where do you think I went wrong with all this? I think it was uh, very dark, and uh, the shadows across the buildings definitely uh, skewed the way you think the angles were. Now, I thought I uh, came really close, and I, I, I tried out a couple different uh, maneuvers on how to do it. The first time, I was hanging half my body out of the window, and the, the, the last three, I tried to keep my whole body in the window except for the, uh, the arm. So down here we are. We've switched places. As I am now uh, in the passenger seat. Corolla, I want you to do the exact same thing that you were doing earlier. I want you to walk back and forth as Dubs is going to drive. Dubs has earned $10 so far. Okay. Dubs, what we've learned from this as we go through is that the person who hit your chick had to be an amazing shot because they were on a major thoroughfare. Either an amazing shot or amazingly lucky. So here we go. Corolla, I need you to step back into place as we are now ready to go for me to throw at you. Dubs, put it in Put it in drive, and we're ready. As we're driving along the parking lot, and I got him. I got him right on the back. First throw, I hit him right on the back. You see what this is? This is me as a professional, semi-pro baseball player in a men's league. I throw him out like he was trying to steal second. Hit him right on the back. That's number one. So, Dubs, I no longer owe you $10. We're even. If I can hit the next five, I get 50 bucks. Let's go. We're going to reenact like hitting Dubs' girl. You skank. And I hit him again. I got him right on the side. Corolla, give me a thumbs up or a thumbs down if I hit you. A thumbs down. All right, fair enough. I was just trying to cheat me out of money. <laughs> that was a miss. And so far, I'm one for two. But i got to say, I'm closer than Dubs ever was. And I feel sorry for uh, Wendell's car that's sitting there. All right, let's go. I missed him again. Stay. I know you didn't start going yet, but come back, Corolla. I want you walking toward me. This is completely out of the blue. I'm aiming for his face. I got him again, young. But it didn't break. That doesn't count. I hit him on his elbow. That's ten bucks. Hey, Corolla, does it hurt? Just give me a shot if it hurts. All right, here we go. One more. You know what? I think we've proven our lesson. I think we've proven our lesson. Corolla, stay over there. I think we've proven our lesson that it's really tough for people to hit moving targets. J-Dubs, as we step out of the building, we've got to make sure everything goes all right. I want to thank Perry Noid, who is here, Laszlo, who showed up, Bateman, who showed up. We want to congratulate you on being such a good sport. Seriously, good job, Corolla. How you feel? You feel good? Yeah, I feel good. Now step back. <laughs> as we begged him, right in the chest, as we went up to shake his hand, and we pegged him right there. It's the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. Why don't you run inside, Dubs? 
as we try to wrap this up. What a glorious Wednesday night. Miss Megan was in with her sister. We broke up a couple of marriages. We found out that skanks from Richmond all have herpes. And we threw eggs at an intern. At a retarded intern. How could he not see it coming as Dubs come up to shake his hand, as I come up to shake his hand, and we peg him right in the face and the chest with the eggs that we already had readily available to him. I'm telling you, right here, right now, if you want to intern for the hideout, you can email us, jfkhideout at AOL.com. You too could be a part of all of this glorious fun that we're having in the JFK parking lot. Hey, what's up, F.A.? Yo. <laughs> How fun was that? I'm totally out of breath after that run, though. How fun was that? That was great. <laughs> the fact that we have to shake his hand. And we hit him point blank with the two eggs that we have left. Now, do we have to clean that up out there? Uh, Bateman does. <laughs> That's part of Bateman's producing duties. Now, I didn't get to hear it, though, but Punani, step over to one of the mics. Punani was doing his own show in here until this all got hooked up. What happened there? Yeah, I don't know what happened. Um, well, this is my fourth. This is the, the day of my fourth anniversary at this station, and no one has ever showed me how to use the phone, do the phones. Oh, really? Dead serious. Well, you would think that Bateman, as the producer, would be there to help you. So, you know, I don't blame that completely on you. Now, did you start talking about DC United? Or? No, no, no. I just I was trying to inter uh, reintroduce the uh, segment. I said uh, we got El Jefe and J-Dubs out in the uh, parking lot ready to do some egg tossing. Is there any way that you want to hang out on Saturday nights and possibly host a mixtape? I got uh, soccer stuff to do. Uh, and that's more important than the hideout, isn't it? Yes, it is. More important than... Uh, uh, the hideout is Freddie Adu. Yes. And how are they doing, by the way? Uh, they're middle of the table. Yeah. And here I come walking into the studio. No, that, that bit did not take as long as I thought it probably would. I thought that we were going to close on that. That's all right. I want to talk to Rogers for a second, or Corolla. Or you don't look that wet. How I'm... did I hit you? Did I, did I hit you well? Yes, you did. You nailed the meaty parts of my body. You hit me once in the back, almost square on my shoulder blade, my right shoulder blade. And that was the first one, wasn't it? That was the first one. You nailed me on the first one. Did it hurt? It does, man. It hurt. And some the one dubster didn't even break. And that just felt like a rock hitting me. Yeah. So, so technically, dubs owes me $20. No, because one of yours didn't break either. One of yours did not break. It bounced off me. Did that hurt even more than the ones that just... Yeah, the ones that don't break hurt a lot more. It's better. Well, those, those were really cold eggs. I'd say even, almost even frozen. Really? Yeah. They were sitting in the studio for the majority of the show. Cold. They should have been... um. Uh, like out or whatever, you know what I mean? They yeah. should have been room temperature. I like you, Corolla. You're willing to do whatever. Hey. Now you owe me ten dollars. Did I hit you? Ten dollars. You still owe me ten dollars for having to sniff uh, whatever it is you guys produced the other day. I do owe you ten dollars. <laughs> That's all right. I'll pay you. You're just gonna bring it up every time. That's nah, fine. <laughs> just don't try and get money from me for a sale ticket nailed with eggs. The scrapple and gravy are in the hideout on JFK. Hey, I thought you were gonna be throwing eggs at Bateman. I wanted to, but he bitched out again. Oh, man. Damn it. Every single time, he ends up bitching out. I was hoping for some sort of gay breakfast platter from Howard Johnson. <laughs> I hear you. He'd, like, sizzle around his chest. Right. Because he's so hot, according to him. Well, there it is. Congratulations to you, Rogers. And, Dubs, we 
threw 12 eggs. Mm -hmm. We threw a dozen eggs, okay? Your chick is walking down the street and gets plopped. With just one egg. One for one. On a, on a street that I guarantee was moving a lot faster than what we were doing out in the yeah. parking lot. Now, let me ask you this. If the guy... And I'm going to assume it's a guy because I know girls can't throw. Not like that. <laughs> if a guy, if the guy who hit your chick, unless it's one of those fast underhand pitches that those chicks do, which would be amazing to see someone doing on a window, came up and introduced himself to you and said, Dubs, I've been stalking you. I saw your chick walking. I knew what she looked like. And I hit her. Would you... Would you punch him in the face, or would you give him a high five for having mad skills because you know how hard it is now? I'd punch him in the face and then tell him, you know what, that was a good shot, though. He'd have a broken nose. And that's love. That's you defending your girl. Yes. And I want to congratulate you on that. I'm a loving guy. Corolla? Yeah. Good job, bro. Yeah, thanks a lot. Once again, you came through in the clutch. Let me see. Do you have a bruise or anything? No, nah, but... You got me pretty good in the short. You can see the egg right there on my elbow. Right there, you see it? Now, is your skin going to start peeling just like as if it were paint? Oh, that's disgusting. Punani, I'll give you $20 if you lick that off. Is it, <laughs> is it, is it supposed to peel off? <laughs> I think it is. Oh, It's burning like it's Ebola. Or herpes. It's red there. Look, you got a little red there. It's the one in my thigh that really hurt. You nailed me. It just hit me right in my thigh. And that thing just felt like a baseball. And that's the one that didn't break, correct? No, it didn't break. You know, I, I thought I had a good thing going with hanging out the window, but those were the ones I couldn't even get close to on. Mm -hmm. And you, you seriously, you were ass crack hanging out. Yeah. I mean, you were Dukes of Hazard out, like you were Bo or Luke or whichever one. And you were just tossing, and you couldn't even come close to them. Well, they they came close, but they were they were all equally just as far off though, which was weird because I just couldn't get a rhythm down until I sat completely down in the in the car and tossed it like that. Do you think your friends from Fowlerville would be disappointed in how much your skills have uh, depleted? I never had any throwing skills. But to you, didn't this like sometimes it's not even about throwing; it's about how good you are and how evil you are, just in in practical tricks. You know what I mean? Practical jokes, if you will. I was always the driver. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I had a, down to a science on how close we could get to the uh, the uh, road signs when we were be, we, we'd be hitting them with beer bottles. So that's what you guys would throw. What's your favorite thing to throw out of a car? Not that we recommend this at all. We were just doing a science experiment. Well, we did all we did all like the stupid jackass stuff. We would uh, drive up, grab a uh, uh, trash can, and drive down the street, and then throw that at something <laughs> like a like a. Uh, I'm not going to even say. Really? Because I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> Would you ever, guys ever go uh, bum fight style and get inside a uh, a cart, throw a oh, bomb inside a cart, and then run, well, and, well, and well, demolish a drive-through <laughs> menu? What we did, we uh, we used to uh, we put our one friend in the cart before, and we were rolling him around and everything. He was having a good time. And then we pushed him down a hill. He thought we were still behind him, and he's laughing, having a good time until he sees him going, until he sees himself going straight into a uh, a parked semi, and he looks behind him. And he's like, "Hey guys, all right, ah! wham!" Right into the semi. <laughs> did he get hurt really bad? No, he was all right. Did you have a? Did you ever have a stunt that went completely wrong, and you were like, "Oh my God, I can't believe we did this. It turned into this." Anything when you were a kid that 
it started out as horse play, or this is just going to well, be funny? We, uh, we had a whole thing going back and forth where we'd be messing with uh, our friend's cars. And one time, our friend uh, just went way too far and put, like, real manure into, like, the beds of our trucks and all that kind of stuff. So we decided, because no one locked their uh, car doors in Fowlerville. Oh, why would they? We decided to go over to his house. There was a stuff, uh, it was called catfish bait. But it was like, it was this really gummy, almost pooey type stuff. Smelt really bad. So we uh, put it in his heat ducts. We uh, rubbed it into his carpet. I mean, everything. And his car never was the same. Never. <laughs> did you end up telling him what you did? No, but he uh, he came up to us and asked if it was. Like, no, no, it wasn't us. What do you think we are, animals? Because he actually thought we put, you know, human uh, waste waste into it. And it turned out it was just this catfish lure. Yeah, it was this catfish lure, and uh, you put it in the heating ducts. The heating ducts inside the uh, the uh, the casing for the safety belt. Anywhere where he could not get it out, it went. So classic. <laughs> Don't ever cross dubs. Hey, do you think there's any way we can get Wonder Boy's keys? <laughs> Give him a little going away present. We used to do a thing also where we pick up roadkill. Buy Wonder Ray. We used to put roadkill into people's mailboxes, too. That doesn't seem so bad, because eventually... It was so funny, because they'd go to get the mail in the morning or in the afternoon, they'd look at, and it's just like a squirrel hanging out at them. <laughs> One time, we put a squirrel... Uh, actually, I, no, it was a raccoon, a big raccoon. This uh, kid had a Jeep with a soft top, so we could get into it at any time. We went there, we put, the, uh, we put his hands on the steering wheel, and just made it look like the raccoon was driving. He, he ended up not even taking his car into work that day. <laughs> By curious BJ, we uh, we had a couple dead mice, so I threw them into a McDonald's bag, threw them in the back of Vicarious BJ's car, totally forgot about it. Three months later, he comes in, he's like, did you do this? <laughs> he had dead mice in the back seat of his car for three months before he figured it out. <laughs> I, uh, I'm the same way. Where I, I leave stuff in my car all the time, and it's just sitting there, and I completely forget about it. And I leave my, my Under Armour in there. I leave my, um, like my protein shake, like cans or, you know, what are the, the drink holders. I leave that in there. So it's this combination of sweat and curdled, um, like, milk, if you would, from the workout stuff or you know, from the protein shakes. And I can just never tell. Somebody could do something like that to me, and I just wouldn't end up having a clue at all. A bag of dead mice. Yeah, like three or four of them. You want to do that to somebody here? I don't know. No one really doesn't keep the car except for us. Yeah, we really are really bad about it. Yeah, my chick has to clean mine out. Good, you got it trained. How about we do this? Corolla, this is our new thing. I want you to come in early tomorrow because we've got a little meeting with Cameron. Uh -huh. We're going to distract him. I need you to take his keys. And then we're going to go get some sushi from up the street. And we put the sushi in the vents and see how long The vents is a very hardcore thing to do because that smell never gets out. Never. And then we deny it. <laughs> it's like Shaggy. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. No matter what you hear, no matter what you heard on the radio. Dude, it's just a radio show. I don't know who did that to you. Yeah. We just gave the idea out. I think it was Slap Happy Ed Pappy. That's me personally. I think since it was somebody's last day, they just wanted to get back. 
at uh, Wonder Boy did it. Uncle Ryan, you're in the high hat on JFK. Hey, man, is my, is my phone messing up? Yeah, it's crackling out on us. Crackling, right, crackling. I'm going to let you go, dog, but I just want to say uh, thanks for a good night, man. Yeah, congratulations out at karaoke. You did an amazing job, and we appreciate it, buddy. Congratulations to everyone who got qualified for that trip to two, for uh, two to Mazalan, Mexico, and uh, eventually the winner in Greg, who is going to, uh, to that trip. Thank you to everybody who came out. Thank you to you. Once again, Alex Carolla coming through in the clutch, baby. We appreciate that. Punani got a little mic time we weren't, we weren't expecting, but that's all right. Thank you to Oddball and everybody else. As Dubs, I'm Hefe. It's The Hideout, 106.7 WJFK. Back tomorrow night. A couple of guests actually lined up for tomorrow already, J-Dubs. So uh, we'll talk to you then. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. I don't like a colored guy. I don't like a colored guy. Tubby's a fab. Tubby's a virgin. Shut up, Tubbs. I'm on the gay side. I'm on the gay side. Bow wow, new time. I'll have to use your phone side. Bow wow, new time. Bow wow, new time. I'll have to use your phone Like a colored guy. Shut up, Tub. Bow Wow, Newtown. Bow Wow, Newtown. I want to sleep with Hefe. Oh, Hefe, you feel so good. Tubby's a fag. Tubby's a virgin. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a gay homosexual. Shut up, Tubbs. Hi, this is Troy Aikman. Hey, you're tuning in to the hideout with Hefe and J-Dub. This is Brand Smooth, Washington Redskins. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I, I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. Five times.